Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Two of our broadcasts. Over on the text line. (laughs) We have all kinds of things here. Let's begin here. Vince, off topic. But at one point, do you think ranking Republicans will jump off the sinking Trump ship? I think if not soon, we have no hope of winning in November. On the subject of royalty, of the queen, of this entire system, a person quoted scripture here, but the people refused to listen to Samuel. No, they said, we want a king over us. Then we will be like all the other nations, with a king to lead us and go out before us and fight our battles. First Samuel eight ten to twenty. How did that work out for them? <laughs> Not very well. Don't have to make that argument with me. I'm fully there. But I've said before, I think this is where we are as a country. We have people who really, as much as we're looking over and turning our noses. At the folks in the United Kingdom. This is exactly what many of us want. Before we go into the detractors, and I, it's important we talk about this, because what, what did we talk about in the first hour? Dedication, faith, forgiveness, hard work, faithfulness over a long period of years. You know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, People ask me all the time, what is it you look for in the people you relate to? Faithfulness over time. That's how you judge a person's character. Faithfulness over time. And it's important to understand the hearts of people on the other side of this. We described virtues. And highlighted those in the first hour. We're going to talk coming up in a bit. You're going to be blown away by some of the things that have been said. That certainly reveal the hearts of the people who made the comments. First, great piece by Joel Pollack for Breitbart. Why American conservatives, Republicans, and originalists love the Queen. 
The passing of Queen Elizabeth II has evoked surprisingly powerful emotions in the United States, a country whose founding document is a repudiation of the British monarchy. We, American conservatives in particular, seem to have a fondness for the Queen. Despite our passionate attachment to the spirit of the founding and its Republican, small-r principles, in June I consider taking my eldest daughter to the Platinum Jubilee before sending her, somewhat reluctantly, on a school field trip to the California legislature instead. Oh, goodness. One reason conservatives like the Queen is a sentiment we share with all Americans. The royal family is simply interesting. As human beings, we relate to family stories, the drama of the Queen's family, Edward's abdication, Philip's self-sacrifice, Charles's divorce, Diana's affair, Andrew's perversion, Harry's disloyalty, William's happily ever after. It's tragic and glamorous. They're just like us, and so very different. Few can look away. But conservatives in particular are drawn to the principles for which the Queen and the monarchy as an institution have stood tradition, faith, order, and ritual. The protocols that govern the lives of the royal family are decorous, ornate, and perhaps burdensome. But they're a reminder of the quiet boundaries of propriety, whose dissipation with each generation is a habitual conservative lament. The monarchy also poses a unique problem for American conservatives, unlike conservatives elsewhere, where the very idea of conservatism has roots in the monarchist cause. Indeed, it would be fair to ask whether conservative enthusiasm for the monarchy represents a kind of regret, a sense that independence has not turned out so well after all, or perhaps even a pining for a more authoritarian mode of government. But that is not the case. The Declaration of Independence was indeed aimed at King George III, but as Harvard scholar Eric Nelson has argued the primary target of the American revolutionaries was Parliament. No taxation without representation, not the crown. Indeed, before choosing to break away from Britain, many colonial leaders pleaded with the monarchy to remonstrate with Parliament on their behalf. So in mourning the Queen and admiring the monarchy... American conservatives are, in fact, showing continuity with the early sentiments of the revolution. When the main grievance was the powerful, all-powerful legislature, it was an imbalance the framers sought to address in the delicate checks and balances of the Constitution. The framers also understood that self-government would fail. Please listen to me, folks. This is so important. The framers also understood that self-government would fail without a virtuous citizenry, one guided by religious sentiment, motivated by a charitable spirit. Folks, this line is one of the most important ones in this entire article. Virtuous citizenry, guided by religious sentiment, motivated by a charitable spirit. Please keep this in mind. Please keep this in mind when you consider especially presidential candidates. Is there a religious sentiment, a charitable spirit? Elizabeth, who was also head of the Church of England, represented the kind of balance between the secular and the spiritual that America's early leaders hoped citizens would emulate, even if church and state were formally separated in the government itself. This is why conservatives love the Queen in her reign 
She was a model of self-rule. She was dutiful, yet adventurous. Who could forget that dance? Powerful, yet humble. We love the queen, proud to be Americans. We nevertheless aspire to emulate her virtues. Not everyone looks with admiration <laughs> on what we see across the pond. One of the things that blows my mind, we had one of the folks you heard from last hour make reference to people being unwell. I think you know by now, there are a lot of unwell people in this country. Profoundly unwell people. These are people in our media. People teaching your children. People putting out so-called music, entertainment. Profoundly unwell. Coming up on the broadcast, you're going to hear what one person had to say. And I share this with you. Not as a piece of red meat, but it really is designed to spark your appreciation for virtue, but also I hope it encourages you to, for lack of a better way to put it, look on things with a missionary perspective and understand there are so many people who, see, who need so much help. They're looking for political change, but what they need is a change of heart. We'll talk about it as we continue. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
Over on the text line, this texter responding to the other texter who was concerned about black issues. When it comes to so-called black issues, it's always about what somebody has done to us. Never about things we can control and be accountable to. Ooh. A little bit of a praise item here. Jim out of Easley says, my hernia surgery went well. No pain. I actually walked into the store to get my medications without any problems. Thank you for the prayers. Wonderful. Let us see here. Vince, I stand ready for a post-Trump Republican Party, but who do we see that's stepping up and taking the lead? Mitch is worthless. McCarthy is worthless. I'm not one of those that act as though Trump is the be-all, cure-all. But he's one or one of the few I see making serious noise right now. This is one of my concerns. Noise. We don't need noise. Nonetheless, <laughs> the discussion will continue. Have you heard of Uju Anya? Well, you're about to. She is a Carnegie Mellon professor. And as we yesterday were praying, many of us around the world were praying for Queen Elizabeth II and ideally for her recovery, if not for her peaceful transition. Uju Anya was thinking something entirely different. You ready for this? She reacted to the news of Britain's Queen Elizabeth suffering from poor health shortly before her death by calling her a wretched woman and a genocidal colonizer who is the chief monarch of a thieving, raping, genocidal empire. Adding, and here's the uh, clincher here, folks, may her pain be excruciating. I heard the chief monarch of a thieving, raping, genocidal empire is finally dying. May her pain be excruciating. This is actually what this professor tweeted out yesterday. Folks, I'm not into cancel culture. This is so over the top, though. This woman should not have a job. Would you want this person teaching your children? This person is mentally unwell. This is not about political positions. This woman is not well at all. And should not be teaching anyone. In fact, some might make the argument she needs to be institutionalized. In a follow-up tweet, the professor wrote that wretched woman and her bloodthirsty throne have effed generations of my ancestors on both sides of the family, and she supervised a government that sponsored the genocide my parents and siblings survived. May she die in agony. Isn't that amazing? In response to a Twitter user who wrote, Why are you wishing our one and only Queen Elizabeth dead? Professor Anya said, I'm not wishing her dead. She's dying already. I'm wishing her an as an agonizingly painful death like the one she caused for millions of people. Another Twitter user reacted, 
this kind of post is not expected from a person of your level. This is not what you say even to your worst enemy. Professor Anya responded by proclaiming, F you and your deference to genocidal colonizers. Do you see what's going on here, folks? As you know, hours later, we learned that Queen Elizabeth II had passed away. Following the news of the Queen's death, Anya took to Twitter again to reaffirm she will not be expressing anything but disdain for the monarch who supervised a government that sponsored the genocide that massacred and displaced half my family. If anyone expects me to express anything but disdain for the monarch who supervised a government that sponsored the genocide that massacred and displaced half my family and the consequences of which those alive today are still trying to overcome, you can keep wishing upon a star. Even Jeff Bezos seemed to recognize the professor's tweets were of incredible poor taste. Carnegie Mellon University did not respond before publication to Breitbart News' request for comment on whether Professor Anya's commentary represents the values of the university or if students from England can expect to receive fair and equal treatment from this professor in her classroom. But after the article was published, Carnegie Mellon did send out a statement to Breitbart News. Here's what it says. We do not condone the offensive and objectionable messages posted by Uju Anya today on her personal social media account. Free expression is core to the mission of higher education. However, the views she shared absolutely do not express the values of the institution nor the standards of discourse we seek to foster. Thank God that they actually said something in correction to this terribly disgusting comment isn't this amazing oh gosh Vince that idiot lady makes $400,000 a year (laughs) this texture says that sounds like you hating on Trump you've lost your mind I've never communicated anything close to this. In fact, everything you hear from me about Donald Trump, there's always a measure and concern about redemption, not vengeance. I've always said the man needs help. I said that years ago, and I say that today. He still needs help. And I hope he finds it. I don't wish horrible things. I don't wish horrible things on anybody. Vince, bad things happen to bad people. This so-called professor is bad people. And I would clarify to you, it's important to understand bad things happen to everybody. I don't believe in karma. And I don't subscribe to the idea that bad things happen to bad people, good things happen to good people. There are some people of good character who experience horrible things throughout their lives, and they will never understand on this side of eternity. The average black American does not author all of the incessant blame game marketing we must equally endure incessantly. In fact, the same folks 
who nationalized the BLM campaign race card signs only seen in lily white rich neighborhoods are who select the black hopelessness ads we hear. Hmm. What nation is this woman's family from? I don't know. Good question. Thanks, Vince, for addressing human issues, not according to race, as we look at people as individuals with individual needs. Addressing people by groups is selfish. Jesus constantly addressed the human race as one. We're all the same, aren't we? Same issues. They don't change. You can't look at one group of people and say, oh, these people are virtuous and these people are horrible. Anya needs to consider her race wasn't the only one enslaved or genocided by England. If my pasty white family can forgive them, so can she. Good for you. See, this is what we do. We personalize everything. We are the, we've experienced the worst. And a lot of times it's simply not true. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. the broadcast and this text line has been scrolling away the past few minutes this texture says we'll forgive you Vince when Trump is justified by the revelations of all the lies yet to be revealed about 2020 with all due respect I don't give a rat's rear end I really don't I'm so tired of it I really am and it's really a moot point for me And in addition to everything, (laughs) I don't want to go down this road today. All the things that I've said about character. Remember one of the things I commented about in the first hour? About forgiveness. Graciousness. Here's a woman who had someone in her family murdered. She engaged a political group connected to that for the sake of the nation this man cannot do that because he's so preoccupied with himself in his own personal grievances no thank you this is much bigger to me Uh, my concerns are much bigger than an election and whatever other issues they really don't matter anymore Because I've had it with the character issues. I just have. Go back to what I said about January 6th. People shouting, hang Mike Pence. 
Not an ounce of humanity, of concern expressed about people, an angry mob wanting someone dead, anybody dead. That's not presidential, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. It's not even human. I don't pick friends who behave like that. I'm serious about this, folks. We better aim higher. This republic will not survive if we keep electing these people who are deeply damaged. It's one thing for We all have issues, don't we? But if you don't even recognize your issues and you're not getting help for them, no thank you. Go somewhere else. Go get help. I'm serious about this, folks. This texter would like to know if I've watched Uncle Tom yet. Yes, I have. I've watched the first video. It's very good. Highly recommended. Been slavery outlawed for over 150 years in America. Who are the people this professor is ranting about? Who knows? Vince, can't there be restrictions from the media on personal opinions set outside of a bar? (laughs) The media preaches not to judge, but gratefully gives a form to everyone that does. That's Dean. Vince, whoever this educator is, they're off base. If it wasn't for Great Britain, we'd be run by a Nazi government. If you were Jewish, Catholic, disabled, gypsy, the appropriate age to be held hostage in a work camp, as my friend was... Just a limited number of the people in types represented in the camps. Hmm. God, I hope you can help her soul and her views about life. Yeah. Regarding that teacher you just mentioned, how miserable her life can be. How sad. How sad. Yes. Vince, what you shared in your previous segment epitomizes what poison social media has become. People can say whatever they want, no matter how worrying. No matter how evil. Without any concern about being punched in the face. Folks like her teach our kids, too. No wonder our country is such a big mess. Holy cow. Get help, girl. (laughs) It's like I said to you. People who are in these kinds of positions and have these kinds of views, they don't think they need help. They think this is healthy. People tend to hide certain beliefs, thoughts, actions, are obviously evil and wrong behind the phrase, it's just politics. The truth is you can't separate politics from morality as the political process is how societies decide what morality gets legislated by government. Yes, somebody's morality will be legislated ultimately. Vince, I heard somebody else thank you for offering prayers for a surgery. Over the past year, I've heard multiple times where you've asked your audience to pray for me. I just wanted to say thank you. I've been in a dark year in a lot of ways, but I see a light on the horizon. I feel safe. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your texts. Very encouraging, Chris. (laughs) Very much uh, appreciate you. And appreciate your courage, your honesty. And my friend Chris epitomizes what I have communicated so many times, how important it is to be real, be honest, be transparent, 
And, you know, sometimes I, I tell people all the time, I have a dear friend going through challenge right now. And I, I remind people, it's okay to not be okay. Be honest about it. Be straightforward, honest about it. <laughs> if you don't care anymore, then shut up about it. Some of us care about the corruption of the government. We'll do something about it. Do something freaking about it. And I dare say that a lot of the people making the most noise aren't doing a darn thing except talking and complaining. Even the people who've got power. That's the most frustrating thing. If you've got power, do something with it. Do something. And if you've had the opportunity to do something about it and you didn't, well, I think it's time to give somebody else a shot. That's my view anyway. <laughs> Vince, you're the one who needs help with your issues. You're obsessed with President Trump. I believe you belong in the pulpit because you're always preaching with a tremendous amount of anger to us MAGAs. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. God bless you. Seriously. We'll be praying for you. <laughs> Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley Radio Program on this Friday. Aren't you glad it's Friday? Ready to kick off another weekend. We have a look now at the day in history. Six questions to pose to Chris. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing well, Vince. Hope you are. I am so far. Just get through this day. We go to the first question in the year 1776. And we have rebranding. Rebranding for this country, the official title of this country, which it, it's the name that uh, we know it as right now. What is the official title? United States of America. That is it. The United States of America, officially rebranded by Congress on this day, 1776. 1850, this, the largest state in the country, became the 31st state did it in record time what state was it well Alaska is the biggest now uh, in terms of land I'm yeah. thinking in terms of uh, let's just say of the time we have to think of the time 1850 I'll, I'll, I'll guess Texas Oh, no, it's California, 31st state, California. Um, let's go to this most recent. Um, well, I don't know what I would, I was, what direction I was going with that. Let me rephrase this. Our most, I was about to say our most recent real war. And that would be World War II, the World War II era. And this was kind of bizarre. A plane from this country bombed Oregon. Think about the uh, countries that were causing us trouble in 1942, or more like country. Japan? 
Japan was indeed the country bombed Oregon 1956. You know this one for sure. This was a big splash on a really big shoe. The Ed Sullivan Show, who made his first appearance there in 1956 on this day. Elvis Presley. Shaking his hips. Elvis Presley, 1956. 1971, we had day one of a four-day prison riot in this city in New York. 39 people would ultimately die. Do you remember where this was? A city in New York? Mm-hmm. Four-day prison riot. Is Attica a city? You are absolutely correct. I didn't know Attica was a city. It was Attica. Thirty-nine people died there. Pretty sad circumstance. And 1976, we know that there is no ideology that killed more people in the 21st in the uh, 20th century than um, communism and one of the leaders the primary leaders of this movement passed away in 1976 Chinese leader who was that still celebrated by communists today uh, you'll have to tell me Mao it was Mao who died in 1976 the ripe old age of 82 82 years old pretty amazing let us talk about a crazy story are you ready for a crazy story as we end the broadcast today <laughs> this is uh, this well of course because it didn't happen to me I can think it's kind of cool if it happened to me it probably wouldn't be cool Chinese state media Reporting a man has been found safe. Well, what happened to this man, you ask? Well, he spent two days aloft in a hydrogen balloon, traveling about 200 miles. Here's what happened. The thing became untethered. It flew away while he was using it to harvest pine nuts from a tree. <laughs> Gosh, this guy certainly got much more than he was bargaining for. So he spent two days aloft in this hydrogen balloon, 200 miles, his journey, 200 miles. All he was trying to do, he was tethered, and he was trying to harvest pine nuts from a tree. It became untethered. Now, his name is who? He and a partner were collecting these pine nuts on Sunday in a forest park. When they lost control, the balloon just sailed off. Now, the other person, realizing what was going on, jumped to the ground. And they started a search for this balloon that was just a runaway balloon. State broadcaster CCTV said rescuers were able to contact the man by cell phone the following morning. Can you imagine what a nightmare this must be? You're wondering, does anybody even know where I am? Anybody know what's happened to me? So rescuers told him to slowly deflate the balloon to land safely. Gosh, how many of you would be excited about taking this advice? Well, wait a second. I'm going to deflate this balloon. Uh, who knows where I'm going to fall? I'm going to fall into water somewhere, into a canyon? So he followed the instructions. It took another day before he finally reached the ground 
200 miles away, close to the border with Russia. The good thing about this is we can report that this man who, he's in good health, apart from the pain he's feeling in his lower back, and they're saying one of the main reasons for this is he was standing the entire time, standing for two days. This guy's in his 40s, recovering in a hospital now. And uh, let's just say he's going to have a very different perspective on harvesting pine nuts next time. Better believe he's going to remember this and think about it for a long, long time. And probably is not have a, an appreciation for the song Up, Up, and Away. Just saying. That's all the time we have for the broadcast today. Thanks very much for joining us. Have yourselves a great weekend, and God bless you. Adios. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.